listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You are listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, joined today by pediatrician Tyson Tidwell. Thank you for being with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. We are talking about something that we know is ever so important, but can also, in all reality, from parent to parent, can be a challenge sometimes. Absolutely a challenge. And that is reading to your baby, you know, reading to your child as they continue to get older. Um, But we know it's important. Um, Talk to us about some of the benefits that it has. Absolutely. So we know that um, reading from a young age, there are so many great aspects to it. To it. So uh, first and foremost, it's time spent with mom and dad. Yeah. Um, there is a bond that can't be replaced. Um, and so spending time reading to your child, that's a great opportunity to uh, have that one-on-one time and have that social interaction. We know that it helps with literacy. We know that it helps with development of language skills. Um, we know that, uh, as I mentioned, it, it helps with that social or, or emotional connection and, mm-hmm. and sharing something together that you can help uh, share interest in. And the imagination. Absolutely. I think that um, you know that's one thing I know we've seen in the kids is by reading, they then take on this whole new world of imagination and taking things that they may have seen or heard in a book yes, and then applying them into their real life or their with their toys or it's truly something that you can see benefits from a very very early age even past the time where they're reading on their own right it's still something you can share together and um, as you mentioned, really help foster a cr- a creativity and an imagination. Yeah, and my husband's a big reader. He loves reading, and he loves that kind of aspect, too, of you know the, the different worlds you can go into and yeah. things like that. Um, and I'm grateful for that because I feel like he gives more of that uh, to our little ones right. than I do in regards to the love of reading. I just usually fall asleep <laughs> after the first <laughs> paragraph, and then... The next night I have to go back and read that paragraph over again because I've forgotten what I read. And then by that point, it takes me about three years to get through a book. Uh, Yeah. When I'm in charge of reading, it's it's to some degree or another more of a wrestling match trying to keep them on my lap. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, But like I said, and you said, we know it's important. Um, Let's talk about it from from the beginning stages, from the infant stages. Right. A A lot of parents or people might say, well, why would I read to my infant? They they can't, quote unquote, see the pictures or right. understand the storyline or gather what what is even going on to start with. Yes, but the reality is they know you. Right. So from uh, very early on, uh, only a couple weeks, an infant starts to recognize mom and dad's voices, and it can be associated with so many things and security. Um, and so it comes back to that bonding time. It comes back to... Um, helping them just become even more comfortable with you and sharing that time together. Um, it also, you know, we know that habits or, or things that we do that we start early, Those um, they do, and, and they're more likely to continue. So if we start them when they are an infant, we're more likely to be successful when 
They're the toddler that's squirming out of our arms. Right. And then into uh, the school-aged child that then all of a sudden loves to read and takes on that passion and, um, you know, grows, continues to kind of grow their their reading structure that way. Um, What are some of, what types of books should we be looking for or utilizing uh, early on? I know they probably will continue to change, of course, as the child right. grows. But when we start, what should we use? So start with something that's colorful, that um, you can show emotion and excitement mm-hmm. in. Um, I love to see those texture books. So mm-hmm. uh, consider a book as an, a new world to explore for your child. So uh, letting them hold it and interact with it. Those uh, kind of more firm cardboard books or some of those fabric mm-hmm. books. So those are things that, you know, they might want to stick in their mouth, but this is about exploring your senses and uh, trying to involve as many of them as you can. So, um, you know, I I think that they're great teaching tools. So go for the colors, go for the numbers, and it's okay to start with that. Yeah. And I have a mom confession as my children have gotten older into the toddler and school age. I have now try to make them love the things that I love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, I love The Wizard of Oz. And so we have every Wizard of Oz book under the sun, and I'm always encouraging them, like, well, let's just read The Wizard of Oz book. So I do the same thing with Harry Potter, right? See, yeah, because then we can all get into it. Mm-hmm. Half the time I can tell them the story without really even reading, right? which at nighttime is brilliant. Um, and then we're all happy. Everybody's and happy. And everybody's happy. Yes. That's a great place to get. And it, it is exciting because it's something you can share together, right? Mm-hmm. So doing those steps early on to explore uh, reading together, that helps you get there. Yeah. All right. Um, and we should, we talked a little bit about, you know, routine and how it's important. Um, and, and we know that is, especially when it comes to bedtime. Right. Uh, so should we be planning kind of, special times to have this little reading fest? It's a great, that's a great tool to use because the reality is our, our day is full of so many great ideas and great things that we would li- like to accomplish. And then also distractions. Yes. <laughs> and so what happens is the distraction, that jar gets more and more full and the, the list of things that we'd like to do kind of fall to the wayside. So making it part of your routine where it only needs to be a few minutes, right? Where you can find maybe two or three minutes to sit and read a book together. Your toddler, the more active child, right? That's going to want to squirm and go do something else. Um, you know, it, it's something that you can share together and, yeah. and just stick with it. Yeah. So if it works to do it for bedtime or for nap time or when older siblings are at school, then then that works great and go for it. And make it a part of your day-to-day. Right. That's important. Um, I mean, even from a school-aged child, we know the importance of, you know, that 20-minute-a-day reading time that they encourage, uh, you know, through through school and the right. reading foundation and stuff like that. Start that early on, right? You have to, you have to start early on, and it's really going to be a uh, progression of baby steps, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to get there right from the start. Um, so form those good habits early on and make it a part of your family routine and your family life. And it's something that you can enjoy and share together and make it fun. Yeah. Talk about the books, right? Make it almost more interactive. Yes. And and that's a great way to teach your child and to really, um, develop those milestones that we look for. So, 
you know, pointing to the picture of the cow and asking them, what sound does this make? And be excited about it. Mm -hmm. Although your child might not understand what you're saying, they certainly can understand your tone and your excitement and your emotion behind what you're saying. So um, don't be afraid to do that and use it to teach their colors, to mm -hmm. teach their letters. All of these things are great ways to... Um, start early, uh, teaching something they might not understand, right. but teaching in a way that they can enjoy with you. And then you do hit those milestones where mm -hmm. all of a the sudden they're asking you, well, what, what sound does the cow make? Right. You know, and they get used to it. I mean, we have books that we've read so many times over <laughs> that will end a paragraph and, you know, the kids will go, on the next page, mommy is. Yep, yep. They they will learn it. And, you know, you might start to go a little bit crazy reading the same book over and over again. So don't hesitate to try to introduce something new. Mm -hmm. um, but it is, it's fun to see them get excited about it. It's fun to yeah. see them learn and become so familiar with it that it's something that they cherish. Yeah. And then that next milestone that you see is when then your child reads to you. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I think we, we or were, to your younger child. This is what we were talking about <laughs> yeah. beforehand. How you know, how great is it to have our older children sharing that uh, with uh, with their siblings. Oh, yeah. Um and it's a bonding time for them as well. And it's also a way to maybe get a few other things done around the home with that free time. Mm -hmm. Um but it becomes a very important means of learning. And using your mind, using your imagination that the entire family can share. Yeah. No, it's adorable to see your children reading to each other and and loving on each other and sharing that, um, not only that learning experience, but that creative side as right. well. You know, watching our little girl try to do little voices, reading to our little boy. It's adorable. It is. It so is. I don't actually get anything done while they do it because <laughs> then I just watch them and I'm taking pictures obsessively like it's never yeah. going to happen again. But it does. Right. Um, resources for parents. If, if they have questions or if they are struggling to maybe um, find a way to incorporate this into their day-to-day -day with their children or wanting to maybe have some recommendations for um, some good reading material. Right. So... Um, you know, don't be afraid to ask your pediatrician, mm -hmm. right? Um, there are some great programs um, that uh, the vast majority of pediatricians participate in. One that I really like is called Reach Out and Read. Um, and it is a, a means of providing a, a free book to every child at their well-child visits. So between six months of age to five uh, years of age, a book at every visit. So, That's hey, great. we're going to build that library that yeah. you guys have um, at your home, don't hesitate to to take a walk down to reading time at your local library, mm -hmm. and then pick up some books that your child is interested in, um, and then share share with your friends, pass it around. As I've mentioned before, the American Academy of Pediatrics on their website has some good resources uh, for books, and um, you know, the, I think that the more and more we transition to a digital age. Uh, taking the time to actually share something physical or share something um, that you can read together, it's exciting and it's helpful and it will help with that bonding. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you as always. Pediatrician Tyson Tidwell, thank you so much for being with us. Always full of absolutely great insight and information thank for all you. of our listeners. Thank you so much. And that concludes uh, this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast as we talk about reading with our babies. 
Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.